Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. snoozecast.com and follow us on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy our show, please write us a review on the podcast app. Also, share us with a friend. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Calico Dresses. We feel fortunate to receive so many listener requests for particular stories. Thank you to everyone who has done so. We love to know what you think. If you're a Patreon supporter, please message us and we'll prioritize your request to the top of the queue. Tonight, by listener request, we'll read the opening to Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, a classic American 1903 children's novel by Kate Douglas Wiggin. It tells the story of Rebecca and her aunts one stern and one kind, in the fictional village of Riverboro, Maine. Rebecca's joy for life inspires her aunts, but she faces many trials in her young life, gaining wisdom and understanding. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. One, we are seven. The old stagecoach was rumbling along the dusty road that runs from Maplewood to Riverboro. The day was as warm as midsummer, though it was only the middle of May, 
and Mr. Jeremiah Cobb was favoring the horses as much as possible, yet never losing sight of the fact that he carried the mail. The hills were many, and the reins lay loosely in his hands as he lolled back in his seat and extended one foot and leg luxuriously over the dashboard. His brimmed hat of worn felt was well pulled over his eyes, and he revolved a quid of tobacco in his left cheek. There was one passenger in the coach, a small, dark-haired person in a glossy buff calico dress. She was so slender and so stiffly starched that she slid from space to space on the leather cushions, though she braced herself against the middle seat with her feet and extended her cotton-gloved hands on each side in order to maintain some sort of balance. Whenever the wheels sank farther than usual into a rut or jolted suddenly over a stone, she bounded involuntarily into the air, came down again, pushed back her funny little straw hat, and picked up or settled more firmly a small pink sunshade, which seemed to be her chief responsibility, unless we accept a bead purse, into which she looked whenever the condition of the roads would permit, finding great apparent satisfaction in that its precious contents neither disappeared nor grew less. Mr. Cobb guessed nothing of these harassing details of travel, his business being to carry people to their destinations, not necessarily to make them comfortable on the way. Indeed, he had forgotten the very existence of this one unnoteworthy little passenger. When he was about to leave the post office in Maplewood that morning, a woman had alighted from a wagon and coming up to him, inquired whether this was the Riverboro stage and if he were Mr. Cobb. Being answered in the affirmative, she nodded to a child who was eagerly waiting for the answer and who ran towards her as if she feared to be a moment too late. The child might have been 10 or 11 years old perhaps, but whatever the number of her summers, she had an air of being small for her age. Her mother helped her into the stagecoach, deposited a bundle.